What's up, guys? Welcome to AFC Global's podcast, a pod dedicated to helping you build a career and carve out a better future. Okay, so I grew up in Lincoln, which is a small city, only a hundred thousand people, in the middle of Lincolnshire, which is a little bit disconnected in the UK. So it's in the Midlands.、Uh, there's not many direct trains to the big cities like London.、Uh, so I grew up there.、Um, I、um, studied A levels. I wasn't sure what I wanted to study. I had a mixture of A levels. I was doing creative subjects like art and English, and I was also doing law and psychology. And so I ended up、um, deciding to do. Uh, media communications because I thought that was a nice middle ground. It's a little bit creative, but also has some academic elements to it. So I went to Loughborough University, which is、um, also in the Midlands, so only an hour and a half from where I grew up.、Um, in the UK, it's kind of、um, cultural that we just stay here. Not many of us go abroad for studies. Although, as part of my undergraduate degree, I did do a study abroad semester in、um, Hangzhou、uh, at a university called Zhejiang, so in China. Um, so that was a really nice international element as part of it, and I do realise that actually studying abroad adds so many extra dimensions and extra levels to the student experience, and it really makes people even more well-rounded graduates. So I wish I had done more of it, if I could have.、Um, but after after finishing my degree at Loughborough, I went on to do a master's degree、uh, in broadcast journalism. So that was at City University of London. So finally, I made it down to the big city、uh, from Loughborough, which was a campus university, so not too dissimilar to the small town. City where I grew up,、um, and in London, very different atmosphere. I did a year's master's degree there, following which I wanted to follow my initial aspirations of working as a journalist, so working in media. And I did that for a little while. I did some documentaries.、Uh, I made some documentaries for the BBC and for other local networks in the UK.、Um, and then、um, after a while, I decided to switch track. I started doing marketing, which led me into international. Um, education, and I've been here ever since. Wow, that's so nice! And when you went to、uh, for your study abroad program, you had to、uh, learn the language as part of the course. Nothing like that. There was an element of that, but、uh, Chinese is quite a hard language to learn, so I didn't get fluent.、Um, mm-hmm. I learned a few words, and I'm still, even to this day, doing Duolingo to try and keep up and try and learn a bit more of the language. And one day, maybe if I get to spend some more time there, I could do better. Yeah. 
So you have graduated from some of the finest institutions of the UK. I'm sure you had some amazing experiences. Can you tell us about them? Yeah, okay. So um, so Loughborough and City University are very different. So Loughborough is uh, connected to a smaller town and it's very much a campus-based university. So everything you need is on the campus. All the student halls are on campus. So you live there, you get involved in all the student activities. Um, so for example, at undergraduate, uh, I was doing all of the different sports. So there's like very um, elite sport level at Loughborough. A lot of the people that study there compete in the Olympics and things like that. So obviously I was nowhere near that level. But below that, you've got INS sports, which is the halls competing against each other um, to be top of the league at the end of the year. And then you've got just for fun, uh, some more recreational sports below that. And then you've got all the different societies. So we had things like um, uh, hot air ballooning society so people would go up in hot air balloons or there'd be uh, like big food society so people just make giant food giant feasts and there were different like cultural societies and academic societies like business uh, enterprise society so lots for people to get involved with as well as like the volunteering the, uh, the community fundraising uh, the media center so being a media student i got quite involved with the student newspaper and there's also a radio studio and we had tv studios where we would do stuff regularly and so i think the degree that you study is only half of the experience. The other half is all of the other extracurricular activities. And actually, uh, it's true that when you go to uh, to interviews after graduating, most of what they want to hear about is the extra activities that you get involved with at university, because everyone's got a degree. That's why they're there. That's why they're shortlisted. But universities that provide all of these extra great experiences and make you a well-rounded person are what employers want to see. So what part of clubs were you? Uh sports or mostly into the journalism end? I, uh, I did a mixture. So I joined the uh, scuba diving society. <laughs> so I was doing scuba diving. So we'd go to local quarries and to the sea and we'd uh, like um, put all the tanks on our back and we'd go diving, um, which was quite cool. And we used to meet and train in the Olympic sized swimming pool uh, that Loughborough has. So we'd play a game called Octopush, which is uh, like hockey, but under the water. So you're under the water with the air tanks playing hockey on the floor of the pool, which was quite cool. And, and we also, I also, so Loughborough is such a sporty university. So it was hard for me to uh, join many of the sports teams because they're so good. But recreationally, I played volleyball and I played badminton. And I started getting involved with running while I was at Loughborough as well. So athletics, they've got a great athletics track. So I got slightly involved and now I run long distance. So I do marathons. I'm trying to do a hundred different marathons all around the world. So far I've done them in New York, Rome, London, um, Budapest. Uh, I've done nine and I'm aiming to do another 91. Wow, 91. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But actually the thing I got most involved with at university was the volunteering. So I do all the community volunteering work. We do like um, activities in local schools um, and we do like local like uh, regeneration projects. So like uh, uh, regenerating a local um, whole, uh, community center. Let me say that again, regenerating a local community center so that local residents can use it, things like this, uh, which um, get you more involved with the local community and make you feel more embedded in the university life. All right. Did you ever think about studying in another country? Like, why did you decide to continue studying in the UK itself? I know you said that you did your semester abroad, but uh, the all over thing, if you were in the same country. 
Yeah, now that I know more about international education, having worked in it for um, 10 years, I think I would, I, if I could do it again, I would go back and I would study overseas because the experience is so much richer. You get to meet so many more different types of people from all around the world. In the UK, we have close to 20% international students now. So 80% are local UK students and then 20% are from everywhere else in the world. So from um, the US, from Africa, from Latin America, from the Middle East, um, South Asia, East Asia, Australia, everywhere. So you get to a real variety. Uh, and I think that gives you uh, more more connections. It really helps with job prospects for after graduating. Uh, but not only that as well, um, it's just experiencing a new part of the world. Uh, and I think it opens up your mind and makes you a lot more employable. Yeah, true, I agree. So can you tell us a little bit about your career path? What led you to this educational field? Yeah, sure. So I started um, doing my undergrad in media and then my master's in journalism, which led me unsurprisingly into journalism to begin with. <laughs> so where I was doing documentaries and then I, I took a little break and I went traveling. Um, and when I, when I came back, um, I, I was looking for a job that, that paid a bit more money, to be honest. So I started working in marketing and there I discovered like a real passion for international education. Um, and I, I came to realize that actually, yes, in the UK, when I was being counseled, I didn't, we don't really get much counseling in the UK. You kind of like come up through the school system and then you go to a university. And that um, is why I ended up not going overseas for studying. And I realized that if you have access to this sort of information, then you're more likely to go and do the course at the university in the country that's right for you. Um, and so it became a passion of mine to make sure that everyone had access to this information and access to this sort of counseling. And so that's why I got involved with uh, universities and higher education. So I started working for Loughborough where I graduated from. I then later on went and worked at City University of London. So initially I was doing domestic student recruitment and I was doing marketing for them. And then later I moved into student development. So I was trying to help retain students and help them become more employable after they graduated. So running volunteering trips and things like this. And then I moved into international recruitment. So I was doing international recruitment for Loughborough and then for City, and then later on for another university, Hertfordshire, uh, which is based just north of London, um, just a 20 minute uh, commute into the city. So it's perfectly placed, a little bit more rural, but just really next to the city where you've got the great connections uh, and lots of great um, post-graduation opportunities. Um, and from there, uh, I obviously love doing international recruitment. One of the things that students found difficult was the English language uh, testing. So I moved to another company which does online admissions testing. So I thought this would be a way I could help universities recruit more students uh, and for, to get the students to meet their English language requirements. So I worked for this company for a while before um, the opportunity came up to join AECC. So now here I am as director of partnerships, trying to help us recruit more students from all around the world to the UK. How has it been so far? Are you liking it? Yes, so far, it's only my third month, uh, so I'm very new. I'm still discovering everything, meeting colleagues, uh, but it's a very warm, friendly atmosphere. And I believe it's very student centric. So it's everyone's got the right intentions. Everyone wants to make sure that the students succeed and make sure that the students find themselves at the best place university where they're going to thrive. Uh, and I think that's key. As we were meeting lots of universities in London, 
I've, some of my colleagues were saying things like, yes, this will be a good university to place students at because we know they'll be well looked after here. And that's the key, making sure we partner with the right universities and place students at places where they're going to be happy. In your 10 plus years of experience in the field of international education, what are a few things that have changed and what are the few things that have not changed? Mm -hmm. Okay. So a lot of things have changed, actually, um, since I began working in international uh, student recruitment and education. Um, so one of the key things is the post-study work visa. So we used to have this in the UK, uh, but then it got taken away. Um, but more recently, it's returned. So now students coming to study in the UK are able to stay after graduating for two years, up to three years if they have a PhD, um, to, uh, to work, get some experience here in the UK. Um, and maybe potentially after that, it gives them a better chance of staying on if that's something they want to do. Uh, because having worked for a company for two years, there's a higher chance of them maybe getting sponsored to stay and work for them longer. Um, and obviously the UK is very welcoming of this because it's great for the UK market to have all this innovation, all these new ideas coming from overseas. Um, and on top of that, I think one of the things that's changed is universities are working a lot more collaboratively with industry. So, um, engineers are informing the core, the engineering courses at, uni at universities. You've got designers informing the design courses. They're working together on the curriculum so that the skills that students graduate with are the skills needed in industry so that it's much easier to get those jobs. And career outcomes is now one of the most important things that universities focus on. So that's great that that's so front of mind for everyone. And I think um, universities have started to realize that especially for undergraduates who come at the age of 18, they might not know exactly what they want to do. So the first year of most degree courses has become a bit more general. So say you want to study business, you can start and do a, a more general business degree. And then maybe after the first year, you can then choose to specialize in marketing or finance, for example, or even within engineering courses, many universities will allow a general first year. And then the students can then uh, decide that they want to focus on civil or mechanical or um, chemical engineering. Um, so that gives people a lot more options. Um, and there are two other quick, thing, quick things that have changed, if you don't mind. Um, the first is the Office for Students, which is a regulatory body that's been introduced to make sure that students have the best experience when studying in the UK. They're really championing students and making sure everything goes well. And we also have um, something called the International Student Charter. So it became really apparent that international students are a huge asset to the UK. Um, so we've created this International Student Charter to make sure that international students get the support that they need, that they come into a welcoming and inclusive environment. And we make sure that everything from their academics to their career support um, to like um, their visa support or just making themselves at home in the UK, we make sure that they're supported through every step of the journey. listening to the AFCC Global Podcast. Do you have questions or recommendations? You can email us and we'll get right back to you. And if you want to study at a university of your dreams, all you're going to do is book a free consultation and meet our education experts. It's that simple.